Sorry, what, what, what do you say? What does he want from me? This man keeps calling me, jacking off and breathing heavily on the phone. I like All it. All I hear is... <laughs> I want more of it. I like I it. I love it. My, my nightmare should leave the dildo on the counter next to the fine china cup. Yes. Oh, God. Can I play that clip now? Yeah, that <laughs> the China Cup. You know, you're the only woman I know <laughs> who looks as if underneath her clothes she wore clothes. You have all the grace and femininity of a high-button shoe. Let's see if you can compensate for the fact that you're a passionless vegetable. You did. You did, you scouting female. A Adam loved Uncle Simon. <laughs> Oh, it's so wonderful. Oh, man. Let's hear an intro, and then we'll hear Rod's intro. So, oh, God. Dick, I just I just don't want to talk about this episode, but let's... Can we do Twilight Zone Hates Windows to put me in a good mood? Yeah. It's a minute not? and a half, but we haven't again. watched it in a long time. Let's put it on. I'm going to find it some. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. Mr. Sal? Mr. Sal? Oh! My way. Mother, I'm in! show to see this. Because I'm going to go out and find one of those details. Now! Ova Keen lives alone on the outskirts of London Flats, a tiny rural community in Maine. Up until now, the pattern of Miss Keene's existence has been that of lying in her bed or sitting in her wheelchair reading books. But now she's going to go find one of those details, old lady. Listening to her radio, eating, napping, taking medication, and waiting for something different to happen. Miss Keene doesn't know it yet, but her period of waiting has just ended. God, look something better this looks. is about to happen to her. It has, in fact, already begun to happen via two most unaccountable telephone calls in the middle of a stormy night. Telephone calls rooted directly through the Twilight Zone. Hello, citizens! Welcome to LAW The Twilight Zone Review, episode 454. For TZ 1959-519, Night Call Redux, Phoenix West. A lot of numbers coming at you. I don't think people nowadays, like teenagers and, and kids in their 20s, realize how... how... Uh, high def film really is like i don't think they realize it's way better than most <laughs> right, yeah. anyway um 
Without further ado, let's discuss this enthralling episode, Dick. Yes. Uh, an old lady yeah. in a thunderstorm gets a call. Oh, I forgot to ask. Oh, what happened? In the last episode. First time watching that one? No, I had seen pieces before. You saw a long-distance call. I, I think I saw a long-distance call, but I don't remember the ending. Okay. But I've, I've, I've seen this one, too. This is one I've seen a long okay. time ago. Thank you. On one of the many, many, many marathons, which is coming up. Science, uh, Sci-Fi yeah. Channel marathon's coming up. It's not Sci-Fi. It's Sci-Fi. Sci-Fi, yeah, of course. Because <laughs> Sci-Fi is registered. They didn't want to pay for it. I'm not I'm not no, calling it Sci-Fi Sci-Fi. anymore. It's Sci-Fi. It's Sci-Fi. Sci-Fi. It's whatever you want to call it. Siphon. Terminator Genesis. Sci-Fi <laughs> Channel. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Uh, continue with the intro there. No, it's, you got this old bitch. She's confined to a wheelchair. She is in bed at night. A phone call hits her. And she's like, who is this? Hello? Hello? Who is this? Uh, what do you want? Stop calling. Who are you? Oh, she starts going. She starts going mental. Because this guy's calling her like every day, every night for like the next like week or two, and then she she finally one night the person responds back saying like hello, 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 and she goes ah, ah, ah. and she won't answer the phone, and then she like hangs up the phone. She calls the you know she calls the phone company seventeen somebody, times. It's got to be the most repetitive, boring fucking episode there is. It does happen quite a lot. And then suffice it to say, she says, well, the address it's coming from is this address. And they go, okay, we'll go look for this address. It's a cemetery. And it just so happens to be on the gravestone. The the, the telephone wires basically fell off the pole, landed on the tombstone of her ex-lover, her ex-fiancé, who died in 1935, and <clears throat> he was 30 years old, and then she put herself in a wheelchair because she was driving, because, yeah. you know, the old adage, don't let women drive, uh, they're not very good at it. But then the old and adage of, she deserved to be tortured for this long yes. because she had yes. a car accident? Well, and, and she also said that she always told him what to do, she was always telling him, okay. he, he would always listen to her and do what she said, because... At the end of the episode, she, she goes, well, Lionel, or whatever his name was, I didn't know it was you. Why did you talk to me? You told me not to, and I always did what you said. But then he stops right there. M-O-O-N, that spells not going to call you again. You don't have retard. You're retard. <laughs> yeah. But he, it's a bomb. He doesn't, it's a bomb. He, he doesn't listen to that last order she gives, which is, no, call me. It's a bomb! He's got a bomb! Classic. It is. So much so that I added a bunch of videos to the BMB feed, just in case we need oh, to play those. Fantastic. It didn't come up earlier, but... Oh, Frank did say he was going to join us tonight, and clearly see how that turned out. Well, shit happens. Yeah. It's Christmas. He's probably getting things ready for Christmas. He's probably going to go to the wife's Christmas house. Christmas house. The wife's, the wife's Christmas the, house. The wife's parents' house, whatever. Everyone knows Missy stays at a separate house during the Christmas <laughs> month. <laughs> she has her Christmas house, and she has her Quanza house, and she has her Hanukkah yeah. house. They're, that's why they never have money. She spends all of it on separate houses for holidays. He, he works four jobs. I'm in our Arbor Day home for the for the month. 
Excuse me. I can't take this anymore, man. God damn it. Who cares about the trees? Why do you need a whole house for this? I bought I got my Marlboro house. I'm live in that Canadian one. Boxing Day home? Come on. <laughs> that's, only, that's only a townhouse. Let me get the really, like... She gets really insulting where she gets Kwanzaa and she rents a inner city a tenement. <laughs> Come on. What the fuck? <laughs> Come on, Kwanzaa. Missy. That is super racist. Nancy boy here hates Kwanzaa. <laughs> what are we going to do about it? Man, my chops getting destroyed right now by them Kwanzaa kids. Can I, I, I was looking at my ratings of this episode from before and did I have a fucking stroke? Because I, I had seven. It has an 8.1 with 2.4 thousand. I give it a three this time. I was so goddamn bored, and I fast-forwarded through a bunch because I got so bored I couldn't take it. I think the twist overshadows the episode. It sucks. Remember it. It's it's the twist where it's the dead cleaner, and it's the the, the tombstone reveal, and everybody's like, oh, my God, the the dead guy's calling her. There's another 10 minutes left. Yeah, exactly. God it damn. How long you get there? It's you, just, you basically hear her. It's like hearing an old lady on the phone to the phone company complaining about her service. Yeah. Why can't you just turn off the phone? She does it the entire episode, no. where she goes. She calls him after the. She calls uh, Miss Finch after the first phone call, and she's like, "He called," and she's like, "I there's nothing I can do. The phone line, there's a you know a storm. The equipment's out. It's." really messed up right now there's nothing i can do that's the precedence that's set there's nothing i can do and then the next 25 minutes you have to listen to this old lady bitch about her goddamn phone calling when she could just not answer it she could just not respond she could do so many goddamn things instead she does the one thing that gets her nowhere which is answer the phone get no reply then call Miss Finch back and bitch about it. Who has no answer still? Because there is no answer. I was getting so pissed. And I was like, what do you expect anyone to do? Just right. die already. Just die. Yeah, pretty much. If I get to that point where I'm just a huge burden, like even even a minor inconvenience like this, just fucking snuff me out with a pillow when I'm sleeping. I don't give a shit. With Nick Cage, but for a Yeah. Oh, that's great. I'll die with an erection. Or, or this Michael Scott uh, Prison Mike one right here. Very good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I learned a lot of lessons from Prison Mike. Um, right. I just... Scared straight. Scared straight Michael Scott. <laughs> I just... Uh, I, I just hated it. I, I, got, I was so miserable the entire viewing experience. And it could be because I, I have watched it recently. Like when I first did it in the show... It was season five. We did it with Adam, and, and uh, you know, I was we were fucking around. And I wasn't really that. I hadn't, I hadn't seen it in such a long time that I wasn't right. crazy. So I'm watching it again, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's the dead guy. There's a tombstone, and I'm like, God damn it, this is a slog. I really saw it for what it was, and I was I was pissed. I hate this episode. It's probably gonna be my bottom ten now. Wow. Like I was so I get, angry. I, I get a five. I, I, it's just yeah. It's I think the twist is the only thing it's famous for. That's the only way to okay. consider this in any regard. Yes. I, I don't disagree with the twist. It's a good twist. Yeah. It's happened a thousand times since then. But that's right, not yeah. that's not its fault. I don't and I never I hold mean, that against it because that doesn't make sense. Stephen King just yes. did a movie called a cell phone had dead man on it. Like, yeah, the Mr. Harrigan's anyway, phone. Yeah, phone, yeah. And that was a fine movie, but it was kind of boring. But that had a plot and 
Well, other know. stuff going on. But this episode is so goddamn repetitive. It is. It really is. It's like two sets. Her, 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 um... Why <laughs> don't I answer? Her bridge room, her bedroom, and the cemetery. Three and then you get Miss Finch in, in the crazy set that is a telephone reception room or you know at the phone phone company. This one right here, I'll show it. Why don't they respond? Everything she says is goddamn irritating. I just wanted Miss uh, what's her name, Miss Margaret, to just oh, just softly hold the pillow over her face until the bitch stops moving. Um. Gladys Cooper is in three episodes. She's the mother of Alice Cooper. I made that up. I was going to say. She's in three it's episodes. Like his real name. <laughs> I know. She's in three episodes of The Twilight Zone. Oh, I did find uh, Mrs. Finch's, her her great set. Look, look at this. She's clearly in a telephone operating room. Look at this set. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Stand in front of the fucking the screen and shut up. She's clearly in the same the room they are. I don't pay to think. You stupid line. But Gladys Cooper is in this episode, which I fucking hate. Passage on the Lady Anne from season two, which sucks, but not nearly as bad as this one. Yeah. And then she's in Nothing in the Dark, a really seriously solid episode. That's the Robert Redford one. Okay. Oh, right, right. With the deaths coming. Yes, or but all three of them are about she's on death's door. Right. Yeah. Right. She wasn't in the Bill Mooney episode. Yeah, she. I, I they wanted a, they wanted another foreign accent. Yeah, no, she actually dies in that one. That's why they went, didn't want to do it. Oh, oh yeah, she does die in nothing in the dark, doesn't she? But it's that's the point is it's so graceful she doesn't even notice. Um, that's a, I love nothing in the dark. See, that's a good episode where the dialogue doesn't just repeat over and over and over. In this one, she just keeps saying this. Why doesn't he respond? Why can't they trace the call? It's so irritating. I was so mad. Uh, I, I fast-forwarded, and I never do that. But, ah! I, but I just couldn't fucking do it, man. I just... I've yeah, seen this episode, that. like, eight times in my life, and this was just one too many, apparently. Oh, I, yeah, I can, I can understand that. I just couldn't do it. It's a know-nothing kind of filler. It's season five, late season five. This is one of the last episodes. Because uh, after this, there's, what is this, 519? The season five was 36 episodes, so, I mean, this is when the, the last dozen or so. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. I just... Let's, uh... Oh. Yes. We're going to have the reveal, at least, and then we'll get out of here. I do want to mention, I'll, put, I'll turn the sound off, that Nora Marlowe here, her helper... Yeah. Her son worked for the 85 Twilight Zone as a location manager for like the whole first season and, and I think it wow. was part of season two. Did she have a horrible, horrible death? Uh, no. I looked into her, her extensively for this. And then I realized her husband was in the pilot, the 1959 pilot. Mm. Uh, is anybody? Wow. Uh, where is everybody? She's in, he's in that. So she's in a Twilight wow. Zone like, like. Yeah. Royalty. Oh shit! I turned yeah. it off right when it did the reveal. Here, I'll turn, I'm about to turn on the sound, not turn off the video. Oh, it's Brian Douglas. He died in Trudy Tree. Jesus. I wanted Mrs. Finch to answer the phone finally and go, "You're being called by the orgasmic moaner." 
<laughs> he's just ah. he's like Frankenstein, but he sounds sexual. Glad it, Elva. Sorry, her character name, <laughs> Volva. Dick, I just hate this one. I'm so, I wish you did too, so we could really just tell uh, it apart. I don't. I just—it's so it, like this redundant. It's kind of boring. I, I don't like, hate it, but I just don't like it. It's kind of like eh. I was like, oh, this is the one. Uh, all right, whatever. I do find it interesting that the original Richard Matheson screenplay was called, or short story was called "Long Distance Call," but because mm. of the episode we did previously, they had to call this one "Night Call." Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nightcall sounds like it's it's a porno. Oh, I like, think of a uh, nightcall. Night moves. Yeah, night moves. <laughs> yeah, I think of a uh, Bob that Seger. Awful, <laughs> yeah, that awful 1985 episode with the radio the radio DJ and her Australian night moves hubby that died in a car accident. She didn't know it. Is that when they keep Remember going to the one? diner? I think yeah. Oh man, now I want to find that one. What was that? This is more interesting than this this actual. Oh God, I, I don't know. Uh, hold on, let me find it. Can't remember. Dick, I want to find it now. Good luck. Oh, man. God damn it. Ah, oh, fuck it. Um, no, I'm finding it. We're doing this. <laughs> All right, I got the folder pulled ah. up. Night oh, moves. Night moves. Maybe it's called Night Move. Oh, is that the record one, right? Yeah, it's the record one. Okay. Night moves is the DJ. She's in the, and the rock star comes back and she goes, you never loved me. You just left me. I died, bitch. I was dead. Oh, well, I still don't believe you. <coughs> now I remember what you're talking about. Not move. No, that was a. Uh, I remember there's a car and she finds it out in the woods. <laughs> Not even in the woods, like off the side of the road, and it was never yeah, found. Yeah, yeah. Ah. That one, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't find it. Where the hell is it? Um, night. Cool air, camera obscura, cool. The rave, no. God damn it, who cares? All right, until next time, which is... Tomorrow. Let me just list the episodes. Next time, uh, next week, will be Chameleon, or TZ85102C, Chameleon, TZ59535, The Fear Redux, which is the one with Adam, Agent from Harm. And then TZ85101A, Shatterday, starring one Bruceford Willis. Uh, it's the original, the, the pilot of, of yes. TZ-85. Directed by Wes Craven, I believe. Um, um, I'm not sure about that. Oh, no. Maybe it's Toby Hooper. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think it is. I don't think it's a... I can look right quick. Shatterday was directed in front of a live studio. On his yeah, well, it was Wes Craven. He did that in a little piece of quiet. Yeah, good to know. All right. Um, until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dick Digger. So long! Citizens Night Moves. It was a night call. Oh, it's a night move call. Bruce Willis, the return of Bruno. We should play that Brady the entire did. episode. Oh, oh God, no. <laughs> have I listened to She Was the Gold singing again? Oh, man, we haven't done that in a while, have we? Punani, get the Punani. <laughs> Mr. Steven Seagal. That's my favorite part. <laughs> Remind me to do that next episode. During our uh, Vegas, or sorry, Christmas vacation episode. Yes, yes, yes. So on Hollywood is dead. Go check that out. Try. Bye bye. Night.